This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. I'm Corey Francha. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. What did I just listen to? Oh, f- this game. This game, is, this game is just bullshit now. Oh my gosh. I actually, they actually made me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what? The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melted? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh, God. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. I'm joined, as always, and faithfully by my companion, my co-host, Corey. How are you, buddy? I am fine. I'm hurting, um, but that is to be expected from an accident. But nevertheless, there's hockey, so things are a little bit better. They were probably going a little better for you until we started recording. And uh, I'll be honest, guys, I've been pissing them off for the last 10 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> Fucking gum. Okay. What 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 is the issue with my gum? You just sound stupid. You sound like you're big league chewing. No, you that you <sighs> like you, you you chew gum while you play soccer. Is that is that like where the gum's coming from? Is this like a actually that that I chew gum when I play soccer occasionally, yes. Crazy. You're like a 1940s baseball player. Instead of snuff, it's gum. You know? Okay, he's upset because if you remember last episode, which we recorded on um, Sunday. Sunday. It's now Wednesday. I was chewing a piece of gum. I put the gum on I'm, my oh. desk. <laughs> and when we came back to record I'm today. I'm not upset. It's It disgusting. was still there. Gross bitch. It's a perfectly, it still tastes good. <sighs> Just like I'm I want to, sure. I want to be sponsored. Shout out to Trident with the fucking gum of the century. Halo Infinite exclusive free in-game content. Look, all I gotta say is that the mayor or whatever you guys have in your township of Coburg, I'm sure if you found out some kid is just fucking, just I don't know, oxidizing gum just to put it back in his mouth days later i'm sure he'd lose his mind because of the covid that's going on in the world what's in my room i'm gonna take it out now though because we're recording dude your dad sneezes you sneeze y'all all fart it travels down oh and you my live God. in the dungeon of your home uh no that's not how it works that's not <laughs> physics gross motherfucker yo what's this <laughs> i just found like a piece of i'm not even this isn't even joking i just found like a piece of chocolate are, are you are you the type of guy that likes mint chocolate like andy's or junior mints what i ate was just kind of minty actually oh, you're gross. do you like stuff like that like mint chocolate is yeah that's not bad 
this has been halves nightly. I'm fucking <laughs> so over this. It's disgusting. You're just a disgusting kid. Just toothpaste and chocolate together, you know, like. No. You know what's a fucking banging chocolate, though? Terry's chocolate orange. I don't know what Terry's is, but I have oh. had chocolate that has, like, shavings of orange in it. It's delicious. No, it's like a chocolate like a dark orange. chocolate. A chocolate orange. No, like, they so just good. dip that boy in chocolate. Well, anyway, other than gum, we've had some, well, at least I have, some exciting shit behind the scenes, especially on Twitter. If you don't follow us on Habs Nightly, which, uh, you know, we've been saying it for like a fucking year now. You, you, if you don't follow us, I don't think you're ever fucking going to. But uh, if you do, you might know what I'm talking about. Now, uh, or if you just have Twitter, you might have seen it because I made the unfortunate error the rookie move of uh, insulting the Leafs on Twitter. And, uh, you know, insulted the Leafs. I don't even remember what I said, Corey. You remember what I said? You said about, it's 20, uh, it's 2022. 2022. <laughs> and Caden Gooley, Austin Matthews, Matthews carries the puck past the blue line and gets leveled by Gooley and Romanov. Suzuki passes the puck to Caulfield, who shelves it bar down. Nice. And then I went and did uh, my hockey pool draft. By the way, my team is looking fucking sick. Dude, I'm so happy that you play fantasy. Oh, my team. My team is going to fucking clap. I got Dreisaitl at four. And then I got Pedersen at fucking 15 playing with a like you might as well just play in my league like it's a bunch of new orleans people that think they know what they're doing oh man my center core and listen who i listen to i have in this is really off topic i got vassy at seven i got ilians ilias samsonov and i got freddie dude you're playing with like six guys like there's no way in hell you're getting like i'm playing with six guys yeah yeah get get the fuck out of here like (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, still sure everyone's, everyone's I still got. I still got the top team looks sexy at six. No, games. no, 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 no. Okay, but except for Kenny, a, I know every, Kenny's in this. Kenny's not in this league. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny didn't get an invite. Poor Kenny. It's a um. It's a twenty. It's a twenty man rostered league though. It's like Ooh. really deep. It's a keeper league too. Oh, I love keeper league, dude. Had OV two years in a row. Uh, but it was well, anyway. not this year. It was the last previous two years before that anyway so i tweet this i go do my draft took took an hour and i pick up my phone and i've got 150 fucking notifications on twitter it's just buzzing (laughs) it was just vibrating and i'm like what the fuck is going on so i open my phone and i've got like like 35 retweets there's fucking like a couple hundred comments like fuck it was ridiculous and it's all fucking leaves fans just going at me <laughs> just having a piece of me and it's at like 17,000 impressions which means 17,000 people on twitter have like read stopped for long enough to read it not just scrolled past it like they've read it and i don't know how they it's, it must be a timed thing. 
but fuck, like, I was like, Jesus Christ. So I sent it to my buddy, Rye, and I sent it to Corey. I was like, this is ridiculous. 10 minutes later, I, like, my phone hasn't stopped buzzing. It's at 50K, but now the fucking Habs fans are coming. So it's like, it's like fucking, have you seen, like, the last um, Lord of the Rings movie, Return of the King, Corey? I'm a fucking nerd. Absolutely. (laughs) It's like the fucking, like the start starting scene when the attack on Isengard, where all the fucking orcs are just like beating the shit. I am Ari's Isengard. I am getting my shit rocked. Like I can't defend myself from all these batshit crazy Leafs fans. And then I just hear a horn. There's a fucking horn of Gondor. (laughs) (laughs) And over the hills, the riders of Rohan. All wearing Habs jerseys are coming down the hill. <laughs> sleek reverse just, retro jersey. <laughs> yes, reverse retro. They've got the fucking winter classic jerseys. They've got Montreal maroon shit like me. They are just fucking, they're coming over the hills oh, to save shit. me. And they just clash. And now, now it's really blowing up. It's like, it took like, I don't know, like an hour and a half for it to get to 50K. It's at 100K the next hour. Like, it just fucking explodes. My tweet, my mentions are just going crazy. Corey, you can test. I message our Slack group chat. which is He was like, group. hey, anybody know how to turn off the fucking yeah. news feed? I'm trying to sleep. And my phone, it's like, I can't keep it on my desk. It's going to fall off. It's just. <laughs> so eventually I got it turned off. And I'm like, geez, like, hopefully, like, it's, like, kind of stopped, right? And I open my phone this morning, and I look at this fucking tweet, which I just, fuck, like, I didn't think this could happen. And it's got 250,000 impressions. (laughs) And there's people tweeting about, like, the chaos this tweet has started. And I'm looking at it right now. And we're sitting pretty at 307,000 impressions. So I think it's finally died down. But, man, I could not, like, I couldn't even dream of being a celebrity. I just couldn't fucking deal with that. Like, imagine having millions of followers on Twitter. Like, oh, my God, that would just drive yeah, me but I'm nuts. Sure, I'm sure they have, like, all their notifications and shit turned off, you know? They must. Like, they, they would like, have to. You, you couldn't live. I had it for like two hours and like some, some woman retweeted it and was like the amount of shit this single tweet has caused on Twitter is fucking hilarious. And I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like it just summed it up perfectly. But yeah, that was my, like, I guess day and a half, like half a day of Twitter fame, which man, like there's still, I turned off the notifications, but I keep double checking periodically. I've genuinely started like a Twitter civil war. Like, there are just people going nuts on each other. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, shit. I do love the Horn of Gondor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did they ever retrieve that from Boromir? Or does he die with it? Like, <laughs> Doesn't does... it, like, shatter? I don't remember it shattering. I thought he'd... Uh... No, he gives it to the, the crazy guy that, like, tries to burn himself. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I've had, <laughs> I've had a laugh, and as soon as this episode's over, I'm going to refuel the fire on that thread. 
Don't do, you don't want to touch it. I will. I'm going to touch the fire like a, like a child that doesn't know that heat hurts. I'm going to poke and agitate the bear. Corey, but I'm, I'm fine like, with that. I'm okay with that. Sub threads of sub threads. Dude, of I will go on. on this. Post. I will weave through the Caucasian dread that is in these comments, and I will single handedly just roast the leaves on each thread. Like, and just here's let how this you wildfire know. burn. Here's how you know something's blown way out of proportion or like blown up. There were people arguing. Like, my thing was about Ghoulie, right? Like, and like, because it was like, I think he hit someone and Hap's Twitter was going crazy about it. So there was an argument like that took, pl- like, you, you can like look at all the sub threads. There's an argument going on about how tall Ghoulie is. And it was like, kind of makes sense. But like, when there's arguments that are unreal, kind of like not the same argument taking place, like you see, it's kind of blown up. There were people arguing about like french language in montreal at the bottom of this fucking sub thread like mm-hmm. just totally not relevant to what was going on and that's how i knew like i have started something that i just cannot stop it is just way out of hand now <laughs> uh, i'm thankful for your for what you do the fans uh especially the leafs but uh anyway i i, I guess that's a good leeway good segue uh with new year's coming up i mean literally New Year's Eve, as you guys are going to hear this on New Year's Eve, I guess uh, to finish our intro bullshit, let's just uh, let's just like, I wouldn't say recap because I don't remember much of 2020, if I'm being honest. It's just been so much bullshit. But as far as a Habs fan, I can be thankful for a couple of things. I can be thankful for uh, what feels like the revitalization and the rejuvenation of the Habs with that minor playoff appearance. Um I love Nick Suzuki, fucking KK. You know, I, I love Mark Bergevin's. Like, it seems like it's a it's all the poker chips are in mentality right now. And we'll go into the Corey Perry thing in just a moment. But I'm just thankful for for an exciting playoff and an exciting off season that we just literally just sped through. And you know, here we are now. This has gotta be like just in terms of feeling <clears throat> oh sorry in terms of feeling one of the longest fucking years <laughs> ever like it has felt so long and especially in terms of the halves it just feels like they've come miles miles away and above what they were in january like we're talking in january i don't even think we're not even co-hosting at that point are we uh no i don't think so i'm i'm by myself screaming at the refs talking about how much i fucking hate nick cousins (laughs) and now we're talking about nick suzuki being a fucking 60 70 point scorer next year kk stepping up dano winning the selkie the habs coming second in their division like we're just so much further along this organization and fan base as a whole and even us, like we've come, like I said, we were in it together. We weren't even doing shit together. I think maybe you'd been on once, but I'm not entirely sure that you even were. And now look where we are. We're fucking screaming about Gondor. I just started a fucking partnership with Rabbit Habs. I released my first article today, actually. If uh, you guys want to check it out, appreciate it. It's uh, at rabbithabs.com. It's an article about Jan Meshach titled captain material 
I won't say more because I'm honestly hoping that you guys check it out. Give me the clicks, but I genuinely think it's good content too. And uh, yeah, but I've, I've started that you yourself have gotten through multiple role changes in your job and you've gone through a fucking hurricane, let alone a pandemic. I think 2020 as a whole has just been a fucking long year. It just seems so much has happened. Kobe died this year. It feels like he's been dead for ages. I know yeah, it's a weird uh, way to end I it. Literally, but... I literally worked the last Pelicans game before like COVID happened. And that's when Kobe had passed away. Like I remember like it was like that day or the day after was like the last Pelicans game that we got to work as a company. And then COVID shut everything down. So I just remember, I remember that thoroughly. But yeah, it's kind of crazy to think of, of things that happened in the very beginning of it. Um, like I just remember laughing at the NBA shutting down and then being like fucking losers. And then we like three days later on a Wednesday, like we shut down. Um, I'm not kidding. Rudy Gobert shut down the world. We weren't even <laughs> talking about it in Canada. Like really we weren't. I remember bringing it cause my mother works at a, uh, a health unit. So like for school, you have to have your immunizations, right? So they're like, they deal with that public health. Basically they deal with all that. They're not a hospital, but they, it's hard to explain. It's a fucking, anyway, like they, they have a region, they deal with public health. Right. And they're basically heading the initiative on COVID. But I remember asking her about it, like the week before the Rudy Gobert thing, she, she was basically saying like, Oh, like it's, it probably won't come here. Like if it does, like, there's going to probably be some restrictions, but like, not like, don't worry. Right. And then a week later I'm fucking pulled out of school. Never go back to high school. Just never. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like just my whole fucking life is just upside down, batshit crazy. So COVID COVID has just changed everything. I think 2020 has been a long fucking year, changed everything. It's, it's crazy to look back and see where we are now. LOL. I feel so stupid when my shit goes off and I don't have it vibrated. Um, I just, I just, it's like, it's like a mispass, you know, uh, <laughs> but I'm over, uh, I'm kind of over 2020. I think the world's over 2020. And um, I know with this new year coming in literally, you know, like 30 something hours, 40 hours, whatever. Um, hours or so, yeah. I just, uh, I know that it's not going to be an, an immediate change you know of us getting back to normal but we're on the right we're on the right path finally maybe not most of the u.s but most of the world is um but yeah i mean uh i guess last remarks as far as what what we're thankful for is uh i know personally like you know mason said i'm thankful for this podcast um we didn't share this with you guys but last month we were in the top 10 or top three uh, within our network of most plays. And it's, be, it's because of you guys that, you know, we read this and get goosebumps and feel like we're doing something right. And we're, we're providing you guys with not just uh, news or sports, but, you know, we've been out of, we've really haven't had much to talk about when it comes to the Habs. So we've just literally have just been kind of showing you, you guys, you, you know, you people who we are and um, you guys have sat around and listened to us. So, uh, Really, I'm thankful a lot to you guys. So, you guys and girls and and all you people, shit. I mean, just 
Thank hey, you don't all so don't, much. Don't Don Cherry them. Don't you people them. Oh, everyone. <laughs> I am thankful for everyone. Thank there you, Mason. You Thank you, Mason. Yeah, no worries. I always got your back, bud. Like my Ron. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, um, well, shit. That's that's enough of the that i guess let's go uh, let's just that. go to heck let's just, <laughs> yeah i could i could really tire pump like our fans and and everything for forever but uh this is supposed to be a shorter episode but uh let's just get to halves news you know um well uh do you want to talk about how we could be starting new year's with a bang first go ahead go ahead go ahead let me so go. have we haven't discussed a plan for how we're gonna do it because i'll be honest it's a, it's been Christmas time. It's been holiday season. We've been fucking lazy. Like I'll I'll be honest. We haven't. We have a bunch of stuff that we've talked about and discussed internally and on the podcast that we still are planning to do. And come New Year, I think we're probably going to make more of that happen. We were even talking before this about some uh, equipment upgrades for myself. A MacBook Pro might not be the greatest hardware to record a podcast on anymore, especially when we're trying to get it to the highest fucking quality we can because not only is this a passion project, but this is real for us. Like we want to provide you the best content we can, but we're also starting um, 2021 with a bang because as you guys know, we have merch and we have done a fucking shit job of selling it to you guys of, you know, kind of putting it out there. Obviously we, we actually blew it out of the water. We did really good on our um, donations for hurricane relief. Um, you know, that was kind of tied with our merch. But now we have some merch items, which we will uh, probably post through Twitter or, in, you know, we'll get the Instagram up going again. I, we'd started that, but I've done a shit job of continuing it. And uh, yeah, so those will both be labeled at Habs Nightly if you want to check it out. And we're going to be giving away merch. So, you know, I'm not sure what we're going to do, what kind of contest, but there's going to be some sort of contest coming. Um, maybe a milestone, maybe when we reach like, 500 followers on twitter we're only 45 away right now so we'll figure something out but yeah 2021 you know holiday seasons are over but we're still in a giving mood so we're gonna try and give back to you guys a little bit so uh we've got i think three three clothing items to give away so yeah if you're okay with having a uh, the gorgeous habs night nightly logo with uh the bearded beauty on it uh, yeah, look forward to that and stay tuned in the next few weeks or so. We should have uh, that all lined up and uh, we'll be able to, uh, you know, give a little back, give a little something back to you guys. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to try to take a portion of my $600 uh, relief check and uh, buy a bunch of stuff so we can start uh, giving it away to fans. <laughs> I don't know how much of my $600 check I can I can move, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little bit out of it because I want to, I want to help the group. I want to give thanks to everyone because this has been a tough Christmas without working. Um, and I just, I'm proud. I'm proud of what we've accomplished as a group. And uh, I just want to thank the fans. So whatever, uh, whatever we can do to help you guys feel the love and that you guys give us, we're going to, we're going to do. And uh, look out soon. You know, I don't know when we still got to upgrade uh, <laughs> fucking Mason's dinosaur computers so we can get <laughs> visuals. But, you know, sooner or later, we will have visuals up so you can see uh, I'm, I'll have to put a shirt on um, and just be myself in front of a camera again. So it's been a while and I, I do miss it, but I can't wait to do that and watch Mason um, chisel 
and stone gum off of his desk and put it back in his mouth on do you live need television. To keep the same piece of gum. I'll what, whatever, whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. All right. All right. Trident will not sponsor you for that, but okay. <laughs> Habs news. <laughs> uh, so once again, Mark Bergevin is just legit going all in. I don't remember a season where we were winners. This is the, probably the biggest free agent acquisition we've ever had, right? I mean, not just that. Like, the last time we've made this much movement in an off-season period was when we just literally, like, stripped the Habs down to, like, a basic, you know, like a basic outline and rebuilt. And now we're seeing the rebuilt piece and adding on all of this extra weight to – so, I mean, I've, I've never – in my life have experienced this much movement uh, in the Habs organization. So, well, not only did <laughs> <Corey> Montreal, <laughs> yeah, not only did Montreal sign a bunch of depth guys, Tyler Toffoli, Joel Edmondson. I'm kind of iffy on that, but whatever. Uh, Fro Leak, uh, Josh Anderson. We now have a 50 goal score. 98-point Hart Trophy-winning, Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy-winning, member of the Triple Fucking Gold Club, future Hall of Famer. Did I mention Hart Trophy winner? Yes. What? Like, come on. Like, what other team signed a Hart Trophy winner? In the I'm offseason? sorry, but like... We fucking won. <laughs> there should be an asterisk to his triple gold because he's won, like, gold in, like, two or three more things. Like... Oh, like... Fucking there should be like a subcategory. <laughs> he won the world championship. He won the Canada Cup. He won the Olympic gold, the Stanley Cup. He won the world juniors. He probably fucking won his minor peewee bantam bullshit, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, local trophy. He probably like this guy's won everything. And all joking aside about the heart trophy winner thing, I think he's actually going to be a good pickup. I think you could give, you know, a decent amount of credit to of Dallas's playoff run to Corey Perry. Like that guy energized them. And, you know, hearing his interview, I don't know if you saw Corey, you said he was a uh, Montreal Canadiens fan growing up as a boy too. Yeah, I did see that also, uh, you know, in, in the, uh, in his help with Dallas, it was five goals and, and four assists uh, in the 27 playoff games that he was a part of. We literally signed our fifth, uh, like five, five Stanley Cup winners to the Canadians in the offseason, and we just signed this dude for 750K. Like, astronomical win. One thing that scares me is, like, you know, like, we don't need to have penalties. You know, like, we, we really need <laughs> to, like, calm down on the penalties. He literally led the team. He led Dallas in, in penalties last season with 70 penalty minutes. I mean, I don't think people are going to forget what he did and, oh, Curry, in the Curry winter Perry's classic. Like, yeah, he's a douchebag. But you put, him on, his team, you put him on your team, and guess what? He can be – he's like just an older Tom Wilson. You know, like – He may be a douchebag, but he's now our douchebag. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm okay with that because uh, Corey Perry – even what how old is he now like uh 35 35 years old um he's not you know he's not the rocket richard heart winner anymore but that talent is still there it might not be there every single game like it used to be but he still has that i mean he only really dropped off his last season in anaheim and then his one season with dallas everything past everything be you know above that 
he was still within almost like a 20 goal score every, every season, you know, 20 plus. Yeah. So uh, I would say closer to 30. You're right. Like you're right. in his prime. That oh, no, no, no. Yeah, in his prime. But I just mean like. Fucking put away goal. Just like in general, like I don't think at 35 he's not capable of at least getting close to, to 20 anymore. Like Oof. I think he, it's still. Oof. Look, I still think it's capable. I, th- I still think Oof. you put him in calm down, Mason. <laughs> calm down. Yeah, granted, granted he's not going to get the reps that, that would get him to that. But every time he's out there on ice he has a chance to prove that he could still do it. And I think he still can. He won't get enough ice to do that, but I still think he's capable of doing that. It's possible. I'm not overly optimistic. You're not optimistic, but you're also the guy who doesn't like the Joel Edmondson pickup. And that's amazing because this guy literally knows where he stands with, with this team. And he's going to die on that ice. I don't mind Joel third. Like he's just going to, he knows where he sits and he's going to bust his ass right there. That dude is a grinder. Okay, I don't mind the Joel Edmondson pickup. I mind the Joel Edmondson pickup for three years at three point five million. Dude, That's what I mind. It'll be, dude. Edmondson it'll be pickup. all right. It'll be all right. We're in salary cap hell if he plays like shit. Because we right. we owe Carl Alsner money. <laughs> we like we have some dead cap. Like Montreal's not in salary cap hell. We're not the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. We're not like we're not there yet, but. We don't have the $10, $12 million we did the last few years. And that's a good thing because it means we're competitive. But it also means those contracts where you're kind of overpaying guys, it hurts. And it sucks. What I think sucks about the Joel Edmondson signing is we're already paying a little, like, be honest, we're paying more than we should for Josh Anderson. And that's a risk. But it's a risk I'm willing to take. But when we've already got a guy like Jeff Petrie who's buying in, and Gallagher, they both bought in and they're taking undervalued contracts to play with Montreal and compete. That Joel Edmondson con, it just looks worse. I'm not a fan, especially when we've seen these great deals we've gotten with Froley, Corey Perry, other guys like Mike Hoffman signed a PTO. And I know he's probably going to sign a bigger contract, but Taylor Hall signed for six, was it six million or something ridiculous in Buffalo? And you're telling me you couldn't have got Joel Edmondson a little cheaper? That That's what bothers me about that I still don't think Joel Edmondson, at 27 years old, making, you know, 2-7. Two, two he that makes 3.5. My bad. 3.5. That, that's what I mean. That, like, 2-7, I think, is perfect for Joel Edmondson. But 3.5, like, he's not close to a $4 million player. I think it's a little high for, for a, a bottom-end defenseman for our team but it's fine it's fine this dude is gonna blow all of your worries away with his play i guarantee i might need some some blow to get all my worries away jesus look this dude's (laughs) not gonna go out he's i mean if you look at his numbers like they are steady right they are pretty steady he's not the biggest he's not the the most analytically he sucks yeah offensively it's not i mean it's there but it's not right this dude is going to be a banger for this team because that's what this team needs on defense. If he wants to keep his spot as far as playing, I mean, dude, he's going to have to go out there and fucking rock people. And guess what? Joel Edmondson is going to turn into that. Is he? <laughs> I guarantee. I'm not that confident. I'm, I'm, I'm confident not saying he's going to go out and fight, but I'm saying like you saw the tenacity of like KK, like trying to prove a point. Like we picked up Joel Edmondson and I guarantee if he sat – 
no one was going to pick him up. He would have sat. He would have had to take a seven five deal. That's my point, though. <laughs> I know, I know what you're saying. But you're like, saying see, we could have got it for seven five. We I know, I know. 3. Yeah, 5 we shouldn't have. We dollars. shouldn't have. We shouldn't have done anything. We should have allowed him to sit and take that. But we gave him that money, so all he can do right now is play better than he's ever fucking played for us. I have no problem with Joel Edmondson as a person, as a player. I think he's gonna do what he's meant to do, and I think he's probably gonna play better in Montreal than he did in St. Louis. My problem is you don't have to pay that guy that much money and you gave him term. Like three years is cutting into when Suzuki needs a contract, when KK needs a contract, when Drew N needs a contract, Philip Deneau has a contract coming up. So does Thomas Tatar. I just like, it just, it puts a sore taste, like a a bitter taste in my mouth and it's not coming from the gum. He's going to play good this season. And he's still going to be put as eligibility on the fucking expansion. And if he plays really good, you might not have to see him anymore. I guess. <laughs> I think I think Mete is gone in the expansion draft. I really do. Unless he has another dog shit year, but I don't think he will. I think he'll bounce back. And then I think we're going to see him get picked. Him or Paul Byron, which a lot of people are saying we need to get rid of Paul Byron and I have, you know, valiantly defended his name. I like Paul Paul Byron Byron too. Yeah. So I don't think Paul Byron's going anywhere. So we can, we, we can agree on that. Another thing we can agree on is uh, they've released the training camp roster. So yes, 42 man training camp raw. Like you can cut a bunch of them out right away though. (laughs) Like, let's be honest. Fucking Blake Beyondy's not making the Montreal Canadiens. Well, it's fine, but I, I, of all this negativity that you're throwing at this podcast, at, at these, at these, it's listeners, not negativity. It's just you listeners. fucking pissed me off with the fucking <laughs> Joel Edmondson bullshit, dude. It's still not that bad of a deal. It's, it's still, it's yeah, like his play. It's a bad deal. His play doesn't deserve it, but it's not the worst deal I've seen. It's, it's not no the worst David. Deal it's not I've David seen. Clarkson. Deal, it's not the worst not deal great. I've seen for the Habs. Like, what's the worst deal you've seen for the Habs? The Josh Anderson. You think that's worse? I think there's more risk in that one than than Joel Edmondson. Maybe, but like the reward is also much higher. Okay. Your reward for Joel Edmondson is that he does what you want him to do. He grinds third line pairing minutes, and hopefully doesn't get scored on too often. You're probably you might see some second some second unit PK, but that's it. And I'm telling you right now, Brett Kulak can give me that on league minimum one mil. Phil Flurry on an entry level deal. Xavier Let to sometimes can give me that. There's <laughs> other options. Josh Anderson at his worst gets injured gets put on LTIR for a very long time and gets paid to not play hockey. But at his very best, he scores 30 goals and is a power forward, which is a dying breed in the NHL on the right wing position, which is already kind of like, I learned more. I realized even more playing fantasy this year. There are not a lot of high end right wingers in the league. So I just think the risk reward factor 
Edmondson's just it's it's not the worst deal in the world. You're right. It's just a deal we didn't have to make, in my opinion, especially with the plethora of defensemen we have. Like just reading out the 12 defensemen we have at our training camp, Ben Sherratt, Kale Fleury, Noah Juleson, Brett Kulak, Otto Leskinen, Victor Mete, Gustavo Olsson, Xavier Roulette, Jeff Petrie, Alexander Romanov, Shea Weber. Like there's a bunch of guys that could play. And he's left-handed D. Like we don't need another – I don't know. I just – it's not my favorite deal, but we could go back and forward in circles, running up and down a hill arguing about this. So maybe it's best we move on. Look, we – this whole offseason, we signed a bunch of people – that we have taken a risk on. This is this is all. The only thing that can happen is be rewarded. We we've been let down too much. That's all I'm saying. You got to go into this optimistic. I suppose that's a good way of looking at it. So you have you have the training camp roster apparently in front of you. Um, why don't we just list off uh, a couple of more of those forty plus guys? <laughs> yeah, forty two players. So for forwards, we got – I'll just try to name some of note. Uh, Josh Anderson, Joel Armia, Paul Byron, Deneau, uh, Lauren Dauphine, Druin, Evans, Froelich, Galley, KK Lekkonen, Corey Perry, Ryan Paling, Nick Suzuki, Thomas Tatar, Joel Teasdale, Tafoli, Videmo, and Druin Wheel. Notable exception, Jesse Alonen. Um it's been rumored that he might – he's still playing in Finland. It's rumored that he might just stay there and play until the AHL um, opens up. He's a guy that could legitimately um, break our – I think break into our bottom six next year. So uh, I think that's probably what they want. They want him to play. So he just hasn't bothered making the trip. And uh, goalies, uh, we got Jake Allen, Charlie Lindgren, McNiven, Price, Primo, you know, all the uh, the usual – candidates and uh vasily demchenko who we signed from the khl who's actually supposed to be really fucking good and apparently he was gonna challenge for the um backup role next year but uh, i don't think bergevin knew the jake allen deal was on the table at the time so he's probably gonna be in the a for us this year which is fine which is fine um, yeah perfectly fine yeah so i guess uh time will tell i mean we kind of got an understanding who is going to make this training camp roster. Uh, we'll pass, pass the training camp roster. Um, but it is interesting to, uh, to get to see who's really going to make the taxi, the taxi squad. Um, so that's, that's good. That's good to, to, to think, think ahead with. There's a, a bunch of names on there that are worthy of sitting, getting paid to just hang out and be basically a black ace an entire season. A fucking Ryan Whitney, fucking uh, Paul Viznasty at the end of their career kind of guy. Absolutely. Black Ace. Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny how much, how many times they reference Black Aces on that podcast. Right. Um, I don't know. Just a, uh, There's just so much positivity for the Habs going into the future. Um, and with training camp starting, it's literally days away from the first game. And I'm getting fucking goosebumps. I'm it's just like right so after fucking my birthday to watch hockey. Sorry, well, I mean, interrupt you. Well, no, no. Perfect interruption because technically we are watching hockey. Hockey, not hockey. Jesus. Um, we are watching hockey right now. Might not be the national, but we're watching some kids oh, right now play. 
And I swear, there's a couple of kids on the U.S. team that are gonna be aces when they fucking when they get their chance. Well, let's talk about the world juniors. Shit clapped before they even reach the Canadian team. But yeah, by the fucking whatever. by the dude. But, 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 but yeah, you guys suck. Listen, we're the we're the average Joes, and you're like those nasty average Joes, my nasty ass. fucking roid raging cobras or whatever globo gem cobras. Here's the difference: the average Joes won shit. You're not gonna win shit, dude. We're gonna go out there and we're gonna play some solid game. Whereas you I guys, are, the Americans you guys have game. like a factory somewhere above Winnipeg that's just pumping out these above. blazes and tases and azes and and what all do these. You think what do you think is above Winnipeg? The darkness. There's no. There, it's just woods. That's the shield. There's nothing. We'll do beyond the shield. You There's know, beyond the wall. Ice. In the Some ice. Inuit people. In the ice, dogs beyond the Inuits, dog sleds, there's, there's like this hibernating workshop. Did you say above the ice? That's the Russian submarines. That you're in. <laughs> <laughs> They're spying on us. You guys have a workshop like where where fucking Logan was turned into Weapon X, and you're just creating these these cybernetic mutants that are like. The 80s now, just these seven foot tall monsters that come out and they have chest hair at like 12 years old and they're going to make the juniors like at 14 and blow things out of the water, put a hole in a net like Shea Weber. You just described Zidane Ochara, who Montreal just tried to sign. Segway. You're welcome. <laughs> Not a big deal. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, Zdeno <laughs> Char did not sign with us. He didn't sign with us because we signed Joel Edmondson. That is not. <laughs> what, no. what, what do we need? What, why would we need Zdeno Char? You'd be a good leader. Veteran voice in the room. It looked disgusting. Like, 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 like Shea Weber. Like Jeff Petrie. Like, right. Jeff Petrie. I don't see him. I don't know. Like, I don't think Tyler he's got a Tyler Toffoli. If you look like you're 12, you can't have a veteran voice. I don't care if he looks like he's 12. He's got three Stanley Cups, if I'm not mistaken. Two or three. I think it's two. I don't think he has three. So, <clears throat> I mean, dude was part of the iconic that 70s line. Like, one of the greatest lines in hockey of the modern era. Just stop right there. That's a bad take. It's not. It's not. S-N-O-T. Snot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really isn't it, when you look at it. Just, just, just do some. Homework. I don't even remember who was on that line. Just do some. Homework. Was it him, Carter, and who? Who was on that line? Fuck! Why you make me do this? Um, if you don't know who was on the line, you cannot say. Well, it's I'm blanking. I'm blanking on the. Oh my god! I'm blanking on one guy right now. Was Jeff Carter on it? Yes, it's Jeff Carter, Toffoli, and blank. Like fucking Dustin <laughs> Brown or something. That's not no, the greatest no, 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 line. No, no, no. No, I truthfully, as we're talking right now, I don't remember who it was. Why? Why did you segue from World Juniors because you're afraid to talk about the U.S. Truthfully, Dustin, Dustin Wolf. You're talking about Tanner Pearson. Tanner Pearson. Tanner Pearson. Jeff Carter, Tanner Pearson, and Toffoli are not one of the fucking best Dude, lines in the playoffs. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, 
Mm. Sorry. Sorry. If you not. want, we can segue back to the fucking yeah. world juniors. Reverse segue back to juniors where it fucking matters. Fucking Paul Bart Mall Cop reversed that shit. Never shit. seen that movie. Oh my God. <laughs> You're not missing out. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> uh, no, but I didn't think uh, I was missing out when it came out, if, I, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, like, in the second one, the highlight is like his mom gets hit by a bus, and that's fucking right. hilarious because people getting, let's be honest, like, segue back to what's important. Paul Blart, <laughs> it's not Paul Blart. <laughs> anyway, uh, Group A, it's Canada on top. Three three games played. They got nine points. It means they just won three games. Whoop de doo. Uh, Finland is right behind them, literally on their throat at three games, three wins. Oh, eh. <laughs> you think Finland scares us. <laughs> For and you then, other mere mortal nations. Oh, man. A game against Finland might Sorry, be Sorry, we're not up in Olympia. You, no, but you have to understand, yes. like, if we lose, if Team Canada does anything but go undefeated, we didn't do well. If we win and we go undefeated, but we had a close game. You almost Finland, lost. Who did we almost lose to? Slovak. We did not. We fucking mm-hmm. shit pumped them. No, you did not, dude. Dude, yes, the, we the did. third period. They you guys were up there just squeezing your squeezing your 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 fucking throat. Timmy Timmy bits or whatever, just squeezing them in your palms. Just like, no, don't let Slovak beat us. It's tied one one or one two. Corey, I can honestly say there was not a moment in that game. I thought the Slovaks were gonna beat us. I mean they turned it I just around. Turned right turned turn it, turn it around seven minutes left. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Canada wasn't playing good that game. That's all I'm saying. Canada wasn't playing good, but we didn't get our shit beat by a team that got shut out by the Czech Republic. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, son. December 31st, tomorrow, when these people listen to this, they will be watching Canada versus Finland. There could be an upset. Same day which is our biggest fear, is we have Sweden versus U.S. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> They're not going to lose. They're not going to lose that win streak. Watch, I just jinxed them, but you're Dude. fucked. The way the Americans have been playing, you're fucked. This is such a big game for us. Uh, You've only played dusters. The The, real, the first dusters. real team you played, you got blown out. <laughs> You want to talk about sweating? Listen, we didn't, you're telling, we, we you're didn't telling do me, good. We didn't you're do telling good me against you Russia. weren't sweating against the Czechs? When oh, the Czechs absolutely. came the out line was and insane. started shit-pumping you guys for the first two like first two thirds of that game when they were dominating play? Listen, we found an opening. We win on the edge, whereas you guys – just, just, just think your shit don't stink and, and believe you're gonna win. That's why teams like Finland, who are always just, just a, an ass itch away from from stealing victory. Finland's an ass itch like away you. because they're the fucking greatest world junior program in the fucking world. Dude, they're about to they're about to literally shit on y'all tomorrow. Uh, I, that's cap. But like, realistically, like 
Canada's good because we just have better players and we just show up. But Finland's World Junior, like organ whole like organization organizationally, is just built so well from the ground up. It is just a perfect system. We need to get. They do fans. well every year. Like even Canada, like we finished sixth a few years ago, and like people were like, Let's like cyberbullying, uh, cyberbullying Maxime Comtois or whatever, because people are dicks. <laughs> like, has, when was the last time Finland finished like out of the top four? Like, does that? I don't think they ever have. Like, it just doesn't happen. Truthfully, I wish in our our boys uh, update we had a Finn. We don't. But I hope. I hope we draft one soon. Not gonna lie. I hope we, we draft we, one that is <laughs> that is as big as a Cole Caulfield or a Kata Gooley or a Jan Mysik. When you said as big as a Cole Caulfield, I thought you were talking about like stature for a second. That's rude. Why would you even say that? Because he's five foot seven. It's fucking hilarious. His 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 gameplay is not hilarious. Thank you. It is. Don't even lie. Like it's a little funny when they go in the huddle and you like you forget how small Caulfield is because like when they're skating on the ice, you don't really notice. Are you fucking serious? It's a little funny. <laughs> It's definitely noticeable, but we have the respect <laughs> not to talk about it. Thank you. We notice it, and we don't we don't brandish him as a little person. No, we'll, we'll, ne- we'll never have probably... him. We'll never have anyone below then cut it, cut it, five then nine. Cut it, cut it. No, cut it. stays on. Cut it. So people just hear how much monsters you guys are out there. No, it's your superior it. superior world <laughs> juniors program. Get hockey trolls to edit this shit. No, anyway, cut it. cut it. I'm just gonna keep saying cut it, so you have to cut it. Anyway, just an update on our uh, on the Habs boys. Cole Caulfield, three games played. He got his first goal the other night. Uh, he's sitting with two assists and three points in the in the uh, what is this in the tournament? Uh, Casey, so you Gooley. don't even know what you don't even know what you're competing in. I'm sorry, I'm getting you guys. A little, you guys haven't actually like, mouth. you haven't actually joined the tournament yet because you guys haven't fucking shown up. I mean, you guys just got y'all's first shutout, and we got two. With okay. Anyway. You're fucking Kane top Gooley, end prospect, let in seven goals. Three games, two goals, zero assists. He's got two points, four penalty minutes in the tournament. And then Jan, Captain Mysak. Meshack. Meshack, sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't, I didn't write a paper about him. I didn't write a three-page essay about him. So I don't know exactly how to <laughs> say his name, but I don't think he's going to hate me for that. Three games played, one goal, one point, zero pims. The boys are still doing what they're supposed to do. I'm still waiting on Cole Caulfield to really just – I don't know, dude. Like, he just looks like he's just – and he is literally an anxious Alex Ovechkin out there. Alex Ovechkin sits and waits for it to come to him, and Cole Caulfield is literally a little just well, I, dot flying around the offensive zone looking for a spot open and then they send him a shitty ass pass he just can't fucking handle the second they moved him because realistically why wouldn't you put the five foot seven guy in the slot right the second they moved him and fucking cement foot Kaliev <laughs> so that he could have the ov spot he fucking scored like just fine. like if they're if he's not there next game, I, I'm turning off the TV. That's There'll just be ridiculous. some trouble. There'll be some trouble if he's not there. I mean, he deserves it. There's there's no reason 
for this kid to have to find find a find a spot when he has the shot and the accuracy that he has. But boy, you put him wherever you put him wherever in the lineup, he's gonna try his damnedest to make a difference <clears throat> in that in that night. So yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, we promise to be sure. Fucking freaks. You know, we play with actual talent and not fucking, you know, we don't have a hard drive shoved in the back of our fucking domes and necks and shit. I mean, you say that, but I can't fucking skate five feet. Yeah, because you you weren't in the Winter Soldier program. You're not an X Factor. (laughs) Really? (laughs) X Factor on the fucking soccer pitch, though. Thank you very much. Okay, I don't know. Uh, We don't say pitch down here, but I appreciate it, son. Um, I guess that's the episode. We don't have much else unless you guys want to listen to me talk about how no, I don't know, Canada's World Juniors are just freaks. No one wants to listen to that. <laughs> I will say though, because I don't think you mentioned it, like we're so fucking nice. You know, everyone else around the network got the option to like take some time off, enjoy the holidays. But Corey and I, we were like, no, you know what? We love the fans, so we're going to record an episode. And you know what? I'm starting to think after, like, talking and having this conversation, we might be doing them more harm to their ears than, like, giving them a gift. But uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we've been going for, like, how long now, Corey? Like, 40, 50 Beyond Beyond my want to edit. But I'm going to edit because at the moment I'm lucky to be alive. I could have not survived that accident. Um, my back hurts, my neck hurts, but I'd rather be editing a podcast today than not being alive. So that's why we put episodes out for you guys. So that just uh, got really deep. <laughs> so th- this has been Habs Nightly. As always, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Habs Nightly. Uh, I guess, I guess, take it away, take it away, Mason. Oh man, you got me mid yawn. Sorry. Oh, you, you, editing you is such a challenge. You know that, right? You don't have to fucking fuck it. Don't edit it. It's fine. Anyway, guys, <laughs> as you can see, this episode's been a bit of a shambles. Hopefully, you haven't heard me yell cut 17 times about a comment I made because Corey cut it because he's a nice guy. But here we are. It's the end of the episode. I just want to thank you guys for listening. Holy fuck, this is a really weird outro. I, I don't want to continue. And you this. just make it fucking worse. Thank you. I'll take over. God, just pass the puck. No, like uh, I actually cut that. That was the weirdest <laughs> outro I've ever. This is the end of the year, end of the episode. We'll see you guys in 2021. Y'all have a great end to y'all year. Be safe. Be smart. Don't do anything stupid. And we'll talk to y'all soon. This has been Habs Nightly. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.